has good technique, he will be elite. If his technique becomes great, not just good, then he's a Hall of Famer. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, beating a double team, multiple moves stacked into one, just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, we're supposed to football, not storylines. And you are listening slash watching or watching slash listening listening to another edition of Blue It Splits. Um, today we are going to do Derek Stingley um, pumping through the reviews. Forty-one plays of Stingley, um, one of the most controversial guys in the draft. Uh, I would say minus or maybe even over a Thibodeau at this point. Um, much more of an option for the Jets at ten than at four. Um, remember a couple of months ago, even a year ago, every single stream you're doing, every single um, comment was Stingley, 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 Stingley. And I warn people to maybe wait a little bit and see what takes place. You know, you have injuries, you have interviews, you have um, medicals in general, you have actual play on the field. And now people are, I would say, if I had to pull Jets fans, I would say more than 50% of them would be upset with him at, at 10. Um, so we're going to talk about him. Does he deserve the pick at 10? Uh, was his freshman year really different from his sophomore and junior years? I watched, uh, you know, two games of his three in his junior year, a uh, junior year, obviously only playing in 10 games in his last two years, which is not ideal. He battled plenty of different injuries. Um, people questioned his competitive toughness at times. And sometimes like not even necessarily in the run game, but some of his laziness does show up in terms of like his technique where his rookie year or his freshman year looked like he was trying to get into stems and stuff like that more often than his junior year where he's kind of just opening up and letting guys um, or just running with guys instead of really trying to press their stems. So that was an, an, an interesting watch, but we have him and we got McDuffie, uh, Dean Walker, Lloyd Green, and Hutchinson to do, um, which t- today for me, it's the 24th. You guys are watching this. I have no idea when. It might be in April um, or in March. But with that being said, uh, I have my big board done. I just started. I just I finished Green. Um, I finished all those other guys I talked about. I just have a couple of games. Of, I have like two more games of Hutchinson to watch. I watched the Ohio State game. My big board, my 18 guys is done. Could it move a little bit with the – combine and some medicals and stuff like that hundred percent um not much though it's it's you know unless a guy severely disappoints or severely impresses i'm talking like blows somebody's mind in terms of their numbers like if if you have burks go out there and he runs a four three and he weighs in at 225 230 um then maybe he can go up a spot and and you know surpass um a garrett wilson for me who i have one spot um above him you know, there's possibilities like that, but major movement, I, I severely doubt it unless there's a big, big injury or a big, big flaw um, in terms of somebody's like, you know, um, history, something like that. Somebody gets domestic violence, something like that. Obviously, they'll, they'll drop pretty much to the bottom of the list and the Jets shouldn't draft them. Um, but yeah, it should be done like first week of March and I take like a nice week off um, and then wait for f- the free agency to hit. Free agency hits, it's full, full steam ahead until the draft, the draft hits, then it's full steam ahead and finishing the draft prospects and the the leftover free agent guys, I'll get the top couple of guys done. And then this more the second tier, third tier guys, I'll get done throughout the summer. So it's pretty much, I get that week break and then it's all the way until February again or January. Um, and we didn't really stop this time because we had 18 draft guys, you know? So getting into the Stingley stuff, um, like I said, we have I think 41 plays, if I'm not mistaken. 
actually, I actually did McDuffie first. We're doing Stingley today because he's a little bit longer. And I'm going to do McDuffie and Dean, my next set down. So try to break it up. That's like 60 total plays where this one's just like going to be 40. So do you guys care? Nope. Does it matter at all? Uh, nope. <laughs> do I just say stuff like that? Sure. Um, getting into the first play of Stingley. Um, at first, it actually, I'm not going to lie. I'll, I'll just be I'll very transparent. I always thought like I didn't. I, it didn't compute to me that he played, he was number four uh, or number seven. Um, later in his career, he switched his number. So the first couple plays, I'm like, oh wow, they're actually playing my safety a lot more than I thought they would be. Um, and then I realized I'm like, he doesn't look like the explosive athlete I heard Stingley was. And I was like, then I looked back at the back of the jersey. I was like, that's freaking Grant Delpit because this is his freshman year. The first the first like half of this review is is, is his freshman year. Um, oh yeah, to be to, to to give you guys what games I watched. Um, obviously Georgia, let me just find him on my, on my, in my notes. Um, wow. Where? Okay. Sorry. I don't know where he is. Oh, he's right there. Get yeah, got a thousand guys in my notes right now from just doing these reviews and moving around and stuff. Um, six, one, one ninety five. Uh, I watched Georgia. I was going to watch Georgia, Oklahoma and Clemson in his freshman year, but I recorded like 16 plays of this Georgia game. And I was like, I can't because if I'm recording another 16, another 16, another 16, and it's going to be a 64 play review. If I do Oklahoma too, we're looking like an 80 play review for Singley. I, I just can't do it. So I can't set up the Oklahoma game. So Georgia, um, Clemson, UCLA, and Central Michigan of 2021 of this last season. Uh, and then obviously he got hurt um, at some point in his third game, maybe practice. I'm not sure exactly um, when he got hurt, but, Let's get to the first play. Again, he is 24 now, seven later. But yeah, the, for, I'm not gonna lie. Like the first like three minutes of this of this game field I watched, the game field I watched, I was like, wow, he's playing some uh, some safety here. But bottom of the screen. Now he's in a deep fourth, um, so he's in a bail. And in terms of getting his eyes on the receiver obviously good the bail I'm, I'm okay with um you know he's he's a he's a little bit inside to be letting him attack his his blind spot but his fluidity and his quickness to get um his eyes back on the receiver get into the hip get hands on you're seeing the movement skills movement skills popped up first where he for 6'1 195 it has some elite strength some elite movement um so here in the bail again good balance in it you know, not, not crossing his, well, crossing his feet a little bit, but not overly. And then as soon as the receiver starts to attack that blind spot, okay, he's committing deep. I'm going to commit deep with him. And you're going to see him, uh, you know, uh, turn on the jets there and run with him. The first, and when I first watched this, it's like one of the first plays of the game. And I was watching Delpit. I was like, oh, you know, I don't, <laughs> so moving on. I got to reorganize again. All right, patient. Let's see. Some of his his pressability when he wants it, it's it's pretty absurd. He plays in no man's land a little bit too much for me. Um, off the top of my head, a little bit more consistently playing no man's land in uh, junior season than in this season. Uh, this season, he's getting more shuffles in, being a little bit more aggressive with his press. But his his press is is good, man. Um, that is that is for sure. Here again, do I want to seem a little bit tighter to the line of scrimmage? Uh, sure, I do. I but with that being said. One, the stance is good. 
you're seeing, you're seeing, you're seeing knee bend. Um, I want to see his hands a little bit higher, which he did better in his junior year. Um, but balance, very patient at the line with the, with the receiver stemming towards him, gets a shuffling, gets a shuffling, hands on, hands on that shoulder, that inside shoulder pops it up, fights to maintain that contact. You're going to see, you're going to see him as soon as, that, as soon as he kind of disengages, get hands on again, and then he's going to run with them. And as soon as he can stack and get his eyes back to the ball. You know, the, the receiver obviously slows down, but he's, he's squeezed him to the sideline. And if the ball is coming there, he's going to feel it out. And he's most likely going to deflect it or pick it because his ball skills are pretty damn good. Um, but really, a really good press rep right there from him. Really good. Um, depending on how his injuries come back, man, you could <laughs> – I was, I was definitely impressed. Um, sting squeeze, okay, right here, obviously. Again, that that two two and a quarter yards off, a little bit sketchy for me. I don't love it. I like the stance. Um, you can tell his eyes are consistently low. He's not falling for a lot of head fakes. He's he's again said all the time, hips don't lie. The head does. He follows those hips. Again, you know, we're talking about patience at the line of scrimmage. You know, and he didn't catch that ball. Well, he he did, but it was out of bounds. But again, what are we seeing? Eyes are low. Stems outside with a um, with a, just a quick squ uh, skip, skip release outside. Key, based on the the receiver's movements, shuffles outside, gets another shuffle in, hands on, two hands, which is is okay if you're if you're opening two hands is is okay two hands. I don't ever love two hands unless you're going to be really aggressive with it. But if you're starting to open with the two hands, you're, it's kind of more of a soft two hand punch to contain them. Um, whereas if you're square, when you're square and you're throwing two hands, it really, it really locks you. But if you're already committing to the outside, it's not going to be as detrimental with, with the two hands because you're already committing to it. So you're kind of just going all out with that, with that open. So two shuffles in one, two open, um, hands on. Now you're seeing him, uh, fight to, to, to maintain, um, that contact with that, with that outside or with his. Uh, left hand, squeeze him to the sideline, squeeze him to the sideline, squeeze him to the sideline. You see, obviously, his ability his ability to run. Squeeze him, squeeze him, squeeze him. And now he squeezes him so much that he looks back for the ball. When you're this tight, you could look you could look back for the ball and play the ball instead of play the um play the receiver. Obviously, it, it depends on how on how far you enter the route and how far like if you if you can feel that he's going up for the ball, if you could feel him going up for the ball. At, at this point, if he's starting to gear down and look back to the ball, his hands are starting to raise, okay, then play through the receiver. Um, but if you feel him still running, okay, play back to the ball. So he does that, and he squeezes him so tight to the sideline that, yeah, he catches it, but he's not able to to, to, uh, to catch the ball and bounce. So let's watch it again. Really, really good press up again. There's a reason you're watching this as a freshman. And people are like, holy shit. Like, it, he, he deserves it, you know. Um, Unfortunately, he couldn't necessarily follow it, both injuries and, and some people think of play. And I, I tend to agree with that. You know, the play was good. It wasn't elite um, to me, where some of this stuff for freshmen is elite. Off coverage right here, bottom of the screen. Let me move this. Again, so the, the, he's playing, again, soft coverage. Now, you don't want guys who are completely um, – who are going to play an off coverage and just get into a full back pedal. You want to take some of those read steps, those two, three read steps. Guys will read the quarterback. Some guys don't read the quarterback. They're not as comfortable. They'll read the receiver. They'll see the stem. Is, is he, is he choking up on the stem? Is he, is he 
starting to stand up? Is he full down um, selling him in that dry phase or, or actually in that dry phase to run deep? So I like the patience of it here. The only thing I will say is, is the feet are a little bit clunky here. You see it's a little bit more like hops. It's, it's, it's a very small critique. Um, doesn't really matter right now. And again, NFL, that little stuff matters. So while he is balanced, he is over the knees. Again, a little bit, little bit clunky um, with, that, with that footwork. But you're seeing him read that, read that um, the receiver, be super, super patient, feel that break coming, see that break coming. Obviously, he's starting to shorten his stride and, and, and you know, kind of beat that drum like people say. Um, he's starting to beat that drum, shorten that stride. He feels that break. Okay, he's leaning outside. Throw that, throw that quarter step. Boom. Knows he's breaking outside, so he's going to take a good angle to cut him off. He's not, he's, not, he's not breaking to where he is. He's breaking to where he's going. Obviously, an outside breaking route, he's going to the outside. And obviously, you know, if he, if he were to run a double move and you're taking an aggressive angle towards him, if you're not able to, to kind of get to that shoulder and he's breaking back up the field, you're going to get screwed. So take a more conservative angle to get over the top. Does that. Again, good angle. Get hands on. And now, hands on, eyes back to the ball. Why? So you can jump it. Um, when you're this tight, you're able to look back to the ball and jump it like that. If you, if you have that angle, he has that angle and obviously the ball is so far outside that he, you know, he tries to get a hand on, but he's either going to pick that tip it or it's incomplete. There's, there's, there's nothing else that's going to happen there. So that is really, really good off coverage in terms of being patient with his feet. Again, feet could be a little bit more, um, a little bit better in terms of not being so, so kind of hoppy and clunky, but He's still over them enough where he can obviously uh, set his feet in, in the dirt, and you're seeing a, a really, really good break again. Consider that he's he's six six foot one, almost two hundred pounds. Um, his ability to um, to drive on that ball, to drive on that route, is is really, really good. Um, moving on, fifth play. Um, staying no man jump split. Okay, so again, this is what we're talking about him being like that two yards off the receiver, and the ball is at the uh, 44. So it's not like he can get completely on the guy because he's on the 43. He's on the line of scrimmage. Um, so you want to see him press as much as he possibly can on this one. Yeah, that two yards off, it's 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 detrimental to you being able, be able to get hands on. Um, and if you're playing and pressing, you really can't get hands on. Doesn't matter if it's aggressively or in soft shoe. I'm not. I don't love no man's land catch. Um, so that's just a personal preference. I know that's again doing a lot of shows with Marcus, who I got to get back on the show soon. Um, Definitely soon. Maybe with him, we could do like a mashup, like watch like five plays of Stingley, five plays of McDuffie, five plays of Hamilton, five of um, Sauce. Maybe do something like that. That's, that's that may, maybe not a bad idea. Um, or just get him on a live stream. You guys can bullshit with him. So, um, which might be, you know, it might be better for you guys. So top, you're going to see him jump split. So feet are going to spread. He's probably going to sit down. And even, even sometimes when I'm seeing, I'm seeing him jump split, Again, there's there's a really bad place. There's there's obviously there's almost everything. There's a there's an absolutely dreadful um, jump split, and then there's ones that are a little bit bad. But when you're jump splitting, you're sitting back, and your and your weight's going back on your heels versus jump split. But you're but you're still you know um, nice uh, leverage. Your chest your your chest is up. You have that arch in your back. Your your chest is still you know um, over your toes. Your knees are, are over your toes. Okay, not as bad as sit back jump split. So let's see how bad it is. Again, the worst jump split in the world? No, it's not because yes, he he jump splits, but again, the posture is still very very good. But when you're jump splitting like that, obviously your feet aren't in the um, they're not as conducive to being able to cut. And you're seeing him kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
not be able to get inside as easy. That's not the word I'm looking for. Obviously, that's a phrase. But with that, with that jump splits, it's going to make it a little bit harder for you to get lateral. So hard for him to get lateral. And again, no man's land. If, if he just stems you, you're in a jump split. He has that, he has that, that room vertically to you. You can see right there that that's hard to get hands on. And when you're jump splitting and going to th- go to and throw two hands, now your hips are locked. It's a, that's a really hard position to recover back inside. Now, does his athletic ability allow him to turn and get hands on to that upfield shoulder and almost play that ball or, or sort of play it? Yes, but he still gets beat on, on that route. Why? The jump split, the no man's land. Press. The next three plays, press, press, press. So, oops, sorry. Again, mention it, no man's land, not loving that. That's that's something that definitely uh, you want to fix, and that's something that Tony Oden will w- would fix if he's on the Jets. So top of the screen. All right. Um, now again, the the thing is with him, like if you're a guy who's not patient, playing no man's land is really really going to screw you. If you are patient, okay, obviously you can get past it. It's still not ideal to to run up like that or run like that. So the um, the receiver stems them a tiny bit outside. The the release is is not good. Let's let's be completely honest. Foot fires into a stab outside this is not threatening at all. Um, Stangley does not bite on it. And again, you're seeing you're seeing him stay square, get shuffles into the outside. And even you know even if he does beat him, even if he does stem him inside right here, like if he if he is going to shuffle outside and the receiver stems inside, he's square enough right now where he can, he's going to get back on that. Like his athletic ability allows him to be super conservative. Um, so stems him, he's, he, he's feeling a breakout to the outside. Again, he, he shuffles there, receiver, bows it out, boom, hand on, as he flips and completely locks him down. Now, I don't, I, is he trying to run a, a, a curl, a stop, vertical and he gives up? I don't know, but he, he has no shot. No shot with that release, with, with how patient he is. Look how square he is. He commits, boom, he commits. Left hand on, completely shuts down that route. Really, really good press again um, by one Mr. Stingley. Top of the screen right here, press. Again, mention it, a little bit of no man's land. I'm not going to keep going over what that exactly is. If I already, if you're watching, you're paying attention, you already, you already know, don't love it. Um, playing heads up to inside. The one thing I will say, a little bit straighter up this time, a um, little bit less bend in the knees. So you want to see that fix a little bit. And the, tight, the feet are a little bit tight, which is going to lead to um, some setting back on the heels, which he does a tiny, tiny bit at the, at the snap with that, with that kick step. Um, again, coaches will te- teach kick steps um, because your feet naturally do want to move. They naturally want to split. So if, you, if you're already teaching to fall step, but, but fall step with balance is pretty much a kick step. Um, so kick step inside. So heads up to inside, kick step inside, patient with his lower half, patient with his lower half is square. Receiver, skip to get inside physical, but again, Stingley doesn't overreact to that, to that stab outside, to that skip step outside um, because he's patient. He's, he's comfortable um, with his physic with his um, physical makeup that he can turn and run. So even if he does them outside, he'll get hands on, he'll match them. He'll, he'll completely crowd that route, the route stem. So you're going to see the one step outside, but not overcommitting to it. 
get back in. Get, uh, the receiver get, tries to stem him inside, hands on, upfield shoulder, hand on, jet stream him. What you want to do in this situation. If, if he's crossing the field like this on this me, what is it, mesh set, probably. Yeah, a lot of college teams run mesh sets. So um, with meshes or any any type of crossing routes, you you know, if you could stay completely over the top of it and, and just impede him from even moving inside, okay, sure. But most of the time, an inside breaking route, you're going to be back, but you don't want to be over over the top um, because with mesh concepts, with a lot of crossing concepts, there's other crossers and you want to stay on that back hip. So you're jet streaming him. Um, so you're not going to run into any traffic. So does that here, jet streams him, stays on it. Completely shuts it down again. Next. Press. Top of screen. Again, no man's. Again, you're seeing some athletic ability. Um, could he got beat in perfect, perfect throw, perfect timing here? Sure, but that's what it doesn't take to beat you. You know, okay. Um, again, feet a little bit narrow. But with that being said, Receiver speed releases outside. Not the best release, but Stingley, again, patient with his feet. You see how he's foot firing? Running his feet, running his feet. Why? To Because your body naturally wants to move and you don't want to jump split. So foot fire, fine. I love, like that corner's doing that is, is awesome, especially for a freshman doing that. Really great foot fire. He commits to the outside. Stingley opens up, turns to the outside foot. Why? To allow the hips to work over. Commits to the outside too. Boom, hands on. Turn and run with him. Now he he tries to 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 um, squeeze him to the sideline. And as he's doing that, obviously he created some of that separation. Um, so he's not on him right now. So he breaks back to the to the um on the sit stop. And the ball would have had it been perfect for him to to beat Stingley, and he would still would have rallied to make the tackle. And if you're gonna get beat on a on a on a six-yard stop, not not the worst case scenario. And the process of it's not not really bad here. You know, and I wish I could see the down distance. Oh, it's first. Okay, so you get beat for six six yards on a perfect throw on first ten happens, um, but it obviously wasn't because it had to be perfect because of how Stingley played that um, interception. Top of the screen, I believe. Yeah, top of the screen. Again, a little bit too far off for my liking, but. So another situation where super patient with his feet, just inching back, inching back, creep, whatever you want to call it, but he inches, eyes low, watching the hips, hips don't lie. And the receiver use like a skip, get even. Again, doesn't threaten that that release is not threatening Stingley at all to the inside. And Stingley again knows he can get inside even if he does take the inside. So Super, super patient, super low, super low, super patient. Okay, now he commits outside. Stingley splits a little bit, but it's just to get outside. Now, I like the fact that he doesn't reach for contact right there. Like, he doesn't reach with his right arm because it would it, it could get, obviously, chopped down, punched through, swiped, wiped, whatever, and then he's off balance. Doesn't reach for it. You're going to see him think about it right here. Nope. Once he knows the hands aren't getting thrown, really mindful of not getting beat right there. Almost like a fake punch. Okay, hand gets thrown. Boom, now, now, uh, now deflect that hand away or wipe that hand away. Turn around with him. Athletic ability. He's with him. Now he's able to get his hip on him and he squeezed the sideline again, like I said before. So if you have that timing, it's a feel thing. If you know the ball isn't coming right now, 
um, then you could turn and, and play the ball like you're the receiver. So it has to be, it would have to be a perfect throw and have to be now for him, for him to get beat. So gets hip to hip. Again, hip to hip, comfortable with himself, hands on. Okay, the ball isn't coming right now. He's still trying to get me vertically. Squeeze him, squeeze him, squeeze him. There is no room to the sideline. No room to the sideline. So he can play the ball, like I said. Boom, ball is right in his red basket. Catch. Completely stole that ball. Obviously a great rep. That's not that's not a lucky interception. He played that, that pretty much as well as you possibly can. So there's differences between, you know, some Ash and Davis picks uh, and these type of picks. Here, you know, again, really like four yards off now. A little bit too close for me in terms of if you're play, if you're just gonna play off, play off. Um, you know, five to seven at the minimum. Four, again, not loving it. But with that being said, he's. He's so freaking fluid and he's able to stay square so much that it doesn't even really matter at times. So receiver stems at him. Again, not into a full back pedal, just inching back. There's no reason to get into a full back pedal right now. Comfortable with himself. Inches back for, th- for three, four steps. Again, eyes are low. Receiver. Foot fire, stabs, in, stabs inside, does not fall for it. Why? Because his hands are low. If he was looking at the head right there, maybe he falls for it. Doesn't receiver goes to commit up to commit to the outside. Now he's in that contact window, strike timing, boom, landed into the shoulder. But what is he going to do if he's a, you know, if he's at least a decent receiver when he's crossing your face, he's going to chop, he's going to chop that arm. So Stingley, boom, stab in the shoulder, but don't, don't attach that hand. Don't try to grab because if he, if he chops down on it, if his timing is good, what are you going to do? You're going to be off balance. You're going to be leaning into that hand. So ultimate punches one, two, replace it. That is really, really pretty hand fighting. Uh, Sauce Gardner does that stuff too. One, two. Extension, push off. Now he's um, deterred from going vertical. You're literally pushing him. Get on top of it, hands on, look back for the ball. That is a really, really pretty rep for being off like that. The patience right there, him staying square, um, his eyes being low, the alternating punch as he opens up outside right there is a thing of beauty. Oh, that's really, really nice. Get over the top, squeezing like it's that's money. Sting PD. Okay. Top, nice and off. Okay. Looking at three, seven, eight. Okay, cool with it. Off coverage. So now is it is it hard to win? all the time, um, especially in off coverage versus speed out when, when he sends you to the outside and he's starting to open up, you'd like to see him maybe, maybe weave over the top a little bit right here instead of, instead of starting to open and just kind of guess that he is, that he's going to run vertical. Like at this point, do you want to see some shuffles slash backpedal? So like a weave, weave to the outside, stay over the top to play both sides. Sure. He opens up. He starts, to, he starts to open that gate and goes hips off to, to run deep, which gives the receiver an easier break outside. Again, if he were to, to, to weave and stay over the top, it, then he'd be obviously a lot in a lot better position um, in terms of that, that hurt horizontal relationship to the receiver to be able to, to play the ball. Um, but here, okay, 
beat on a, beat on a speed at one, you're going to see obviously um, his ability to break and his athletic ability to get back on or back near the receiver. Now the receiver catches the ball and is not holding at this. At, this is what we talked about with Wilson, uh, Garrett Wilson yesterday, which when I was absolutely gassed today, I've actually slept. So definitely better energy thinking clear. Um, like Wilson did on that, on that review, if you watch that review, he held the ball away and just, and knew the corner was so far away that he can just hold it, hold it away. When you're, when you're vertical and you're catching a ball, you want to, you, you're going to want to tuck it away and in because you're falling down. You don't want it out and you hit the ground. Um, but in this situation, on the speed out, outbreaking routes, just hold it away from him. So because for this exact reason, because if the corner gets beat, he could still make a play. So he pulls it back in and you're going to see Stingley. It's, it's really hard to see it here. And I wish, um, I wish, honestly, well, it, college film is completely different, but like the old NFL film, until they change the website, which is absolutely garbage now, um, you could have broad, you had broadcast and and the uh, and the all twenty two. Like there's a list of plays on the side, so you can go to you can go to you know play second second quarter four oh seven Wilson Wilson to you know uh, Davis fifteen yards over the middle. So you can click on that film, record that pause the record, like pause my recording where I'm screen recording the thing and then go to the broadcast and the broadcast, you just find that, t- that 10 seconds where it's showing it in slow motion, all that stuff. And I, I used to build a show. Okay. The film. And then this is the actual highlight play of the catch. But now I'd have to have two windows up and be doing it at the same time. It's just, it's, it would take way too much work. Um, so I wish I could do that for, for that here, but unfortunately I can't, but the right hand does get in there and he rips the ball. Um, he rips his right arm, the receiver's right arm down, which d- disconnects his hand from the ball and he drops the ball. So he forces a PD right there in recovery. Um, fantastic effort, obviously a fantastic break. Um, the ability to rip that ball down, like the second effort right there is, is as good as it gets. Um, Stingley rip ball out PD. Okay. Top two yards. Mm. And a little bit narrow, a little bit high. A little bit more bent from the waist and the knees here, but in terms of in terms of the actual play when it starts, um, again, receiver body language showing outside, hips showing outside. What does he do? Shuffling outside does not just completely open up immediately. Gets a shuffling, almost actually two shuffles, and I'm sorry, so two. So he stems outside, shuffle, square, shuffle, square. Okay, so he stems outside to get inside, but Stanley gets hands on impedes him a little bit. Eyes back to the quarterback really quickly. Sees that he's looking deep. Stays on. You could argue that you want to see him close around a little bit more to him right here, because if he were to like break inside on like a, on like a, like a post dig deep slant, um, he might not feel that as much as if he's looking to him. So I want to see him close ground a little bit more before he looks back, but super nitpicky. Um, Outside shoulder. The quarterback does not throw a bad, not, not the best ball in the world. You want to see him leading him a little bit vertically here, or a little bit more vertically here. So the ball be, you know, coming down here instead of here. But be vertically a little bit, again, because he allows him that separation, isn't closing around to the receiver, kind of just has faith in himself at the catch point. What does he do? Receiver catches the ball. And I can't see exactly how, but he gets his right arm in there. I can't tell if he hits the ball out or, or rips the receiver's arm away from the ball looks like he has hand on the ball so hand on the ball and he just grabs it and just rips it down ball comes out 
Ball right there. Pass deflection. Stingley interception. Okay. You can see why I record a lot of plays in this Georgia game. I'm like, there's no way I could do four, you know, six games or five games because just too much for a guy who's not drafted by the Jets yet. Maybe he is. Maybe he's not. Right here, top of the screen, off coverage. Okay. Seven, eight yards, cool with it. Again, his ability to break. So change up his, you know, gets a little bit deeper at the, at the snap. Okay. But what are we seeing? Patient feet, patient feet. Um, square, patience, not getting into a backpedal. He's playing that. Um, he's playing like aggressive off coverage right here, not even inching back. He has faith in himself. Again, if he breaks outside out and up, whatever, he's going to be able to get to it. So playing it more aggressively in off coverage. Receiver breaks outside, boom, throws up, uh, throws a step feet outside. Now, what does he do? He knows where the receiver is because he's breaking outside. Now he confirms with the quarterback. You'd, you'd hope to see that if, if he saw the if he saw the quarterback not starting loading up, you know, to, to throw that ball, that he would expect a double move and then he'd get back on the on the route. But because he sees the quarterback throwing the ball, he knows where the receiver is breaking. He just plays aggressively. A little bit of a risky game, sure, could be. Um, but having that receiver in your peripheral while seeing this, you know where he's going. Find that ball. You know that's that's just that playmaker mentality that he has. So sees the ball coming. Tracks it, undercuts the route, hands, catch, rips it away from him. Pick. That is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous pick. That look at that again, 6'1, 195, 200 pounds. That break right there. Both the acceleration and the 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 like secondary explosion to actually get to that ball is amazing. Um, sting two hand risk. Okay. So just we're going to see two hands from, from off. Yeah. Okay. So right here, top of the screen. Again, a little bit risky, a little bit risky. So I'm cool with the inch back, but again, if you're going to shoot two hands again, again, if you, if you're confirming that he's opened up, up the outside, if, if you're, if you're, if you're tied to him and you throw two hands, okay, cool with it. That's, 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 that's easier to, to, um, that's easier to understand than him coming towards you, you not being in that contact window and you shooting from, from, from long distance. It's just, it's, it's really, really risky. Why right here, he starts to sit back. What does this do? So now he's sitting back. He, he almost, he almost jumps. He jump splits, sits back. So he's jumping his, his, his feet are splitting, leaning back and, and, and pushing somebody, go up to somebody and just, you can stand, you can, again, they're standing straight up. Would you rather push them? With a aggressive push, it's going to make a difference. Or you're going to split back, sit, and, and push. He's not going to move. You're probably going to fall on your ass. You're not going to move a step, depending on obviously, you know, it's 140 pounds, 150 pounds, and yeah, sure, it'll move, but um, not here. Especially with a guy with forward momentum, you're going to hit him. You're he's going to you're going you're to fall back, so, and you're locking your hips out. So if he avoids those hands, you're you're screwed. So um, here, sitting back, two hand punch, not not the best. Um, the receiver wipes away the hand and he has him vertically if he were to throw here. So he gets beat two handed, two handed split like that. No man's land. That's, that's, that's probably, that's the worst rep we've seen so far. Um, sting, no man's land bottom of the screen. Don't love it. I don't know who the, the, the DB coach of the LSU, LSU letting these guys do this, but it's, that's one of my pet peeves is no man's land. 
Why? You're not really allowing yourself to get hands on. Even if you're, even if you're patient, if he just, if he just gives you a couple of, a couple of um, convincing steps vertically, he's going to hold you, hold them. And he's starting to, to almost like weave a little bit to the outside inside break on a slant, easy catch. So I don't necessarily love the shuffle inside here either, because if you're going to, if you're going to be playing off into an outside and outside leverage right here, get some, get some, um, inch back and you could play outside shoulder. Like you could, you could play him heads up to outside, but you don't want to play completely outside because you're obviously putting yourself in that bad grounds in terms of the horizontal relationship. It does break inside. So guess is a little bit too much outside right here in terms of like shuffling, weaving to the outside and just allows the inside break. So no man's land, not, not good. You're going to get beat to another playing. If you're going to play vertical routes. Okay. You could play, especially if you trust yourself athletically, you could, you could trust your, you could, you could do that. Um, but inside breaking routes, you're going to see him lose. That's that. If he plays like that in the NFL, he's going to, he's going to get beat a lot in slants. Beat fourth down. Okay. So there's not perfect. Again, he's a freshman. So you're watching this. Right here. If he develops, you know, even if it is who he is coming to the NFL, like his athletic ability and some of the plays he was just making, this is, this is not enough. Like if, if he was going to this draft right now, and this is what I was seeing, him versus Sauce, I'm taking him because Sauce is he's taller. He does not move. He's a good. He's a great athlete. But look at Stingley. He's like an elite athlete. Um, Sauce is a very good athlete, but a little bit wiry. Um, doesn't break as well as Stingley. So I this Stingley, you're still taking him over over McDuffie, um, Sauce. Like I haven't watched. I know I know Booth is up there for some people, um, and then another guy. I, what is it? Kyler Gordon from Washington too. Is like talk him talk as like a first round pick, but again, I'm not, I could always, I could always justify doing more guys. Like I, I you know, now I could watch Booth and Ojiba and Zion Johnson and all these guys. I just, I, it'll just never end. So I'm going to, I'm going to quit at 18, give myself a week, even with streams. That's only, that's, that's only that way people do sometimes with their streams, but um, give my week or two of only streams. Nice little, deep breath and then and then we're on until january <laughs> march to january it's not that long it's not that long of a stretch you know and in january what is that it took i think any time because it was just all this stuff um bottom beat fourth down uh again you know when you're when you're getting through a shuffle bail like this a guy attacking your blind spot it's just it's just not it's just not ideal like, i get he trusts himself athletically but you're not able to tell his leverage to you. You're not able to tell when he's breaking. Um, if this were to be a back shoulder, like an actual ball, it, honestly, like it should be. Like if you're if you're seeing this as as a quarterback and a receiver, you should expect that ball to be at that first down marker, short and to the outside, not kind of high into the outside, like it is. So it's not a, it's not a good ball to be completely honest. It really should be here, not here. But with that being said, he's he's allowing him so much blind room to the sideline that if it's a, if it's a well-thrown ball, an okay thrown ball, it's going to be outside of him because he's not able to recover backwards like this. Especially if he, if he's a smarter receiver and pushes off and fades away late, it's just not going to work. So not, not the most encouraging play right there on fourth down. Uh, 17. No man TD. Okay, no man's land. You're gonna get you're, you're gonna get beat sometimes. It's just 
even if you have good athletic ability, guess what? The NFL, they have better, they might be better. NFL, maybe not, but here. So we're seeing two, well, two things right off the jump, no man's land. You're, you're not, you're not off coverage five to seven yards, even with that, like not even five, really like six to 10, but even five is a risky game because right here he's about at four or five. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is you're playing the red zone, play that white line, play that white line. Do not give him room underneath. Just don't do it. So that's, that's a first problem. He needs to be tighter. Um, go the farthest back of the goal line, not even off coverage. He has no choice here, but be on the goal line to me. That re- that corner better. Um, so with that being said, he's already off. And now with that, you cannot backpedal play that goal line. So, um, he gets, he gets into a shuffle angled himself a little bit outside. Why? Because he's having to guess because he's so far off. He doesn't have hands on not able to feel that stem, uh, crowd that stem shuffle outside. He's off. So guess what? If you're going to open and shuffle outside slash like backpedal, if he's going to throw a good break and just, and just threaten you a little bit, he's going to have that inside break, break inside catch touchdown. Why? Because why, why is he playing off? Just giving, just, just gifting him the inside break. Good timing, good receiver, good route. And you're just, you're just never going to win. If he's, if he's having the leg up with you, not being able to, to touch him at the minimum. All right. Next play 18. Press alternate squeeze. That's going to be good. Okay. Again, square stance a little bit better, a little bit, a little bit more bent from the knees. Patience. Yeah. He just completely chokes that right off again, a little bit more no man's land than I like, but inches back inches back. Very, very, very patient, very patient. Receiver commits to the outside. Okay. Stingley will too. Again, near hand on that offhand replace that punch that that punch sequence is really nice one two again because if he if he tries to hold that arm out there he's gonna fall over it and if he chops it you're screwed you're falling over so stick it in there allow yourself to flip and run with him replace it now squeeze that route choke that route off route's done Yeah, that's that's really good again. Staying too much room. All right. Um, again, two yards off. Not the biggest fan. So again, what happens if a guy holds you there? If he's going to force you to backpedal, if he's good, he's going to stem towards you, which he just gives him, you know, a squirt release. One, two, three. You're not able to get your hands on. You're not able to get, uh, you're not able to, yeah, to get the hands on, to, to feel the break, to crowd the break at all. Move you, boom, inside, slant, you're beat. It's just, that's just, that's just, that's a pre-snap thing. Like, and if you're going to play, if you're going to play in coverage like this, you better, you better play it aggressively. You better be knees over toes and you better not backpedal because you're just giving him the inside. If he's a play like this, and then keep his feet super, super patient and like, like inch back like we were talking about before instead of getting to a backpedal like here. Like here, it gets into more of a backpedal. If you're going to inch back and shuffle, okay, I don't love it, but 
you got to play aggressively. If you know, there's a, there's a way to play it. If you're going to do it. Beat balls not there, but he's beat. This is obviously the national championship game that Clemson won. Uh, also, um, was 2019. Yeah, obviously our it's 2020, but it's 2019. This is 2019 season. Um, too much room again, bottom no man's land. Hate it. Why? There's reasons. I hate it. So the guy stems towards you and you're going to back up at all, which with a guy running full speed at you for three steps or, or full speed ish, even 80% speed, you're going to tend to back up. When you back up, if he times it well, if he times it right at that contact point and he, and he times it with a, a chop, wipe, swipe, whatever we're talking, you're, 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 excuse my French, cover your kid's ears, but you're fucked. Get to be inside, slant. Ball is obviously, you know, um, I don't know if it's deflected or, or he just throws a piss poor ball for he's throwing it to the inside guy and it goes, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know if that's supposed to be the eight, whatever. Regardless, he's beat here. Ball isn't there. He's beat, obviously. Sting press. Bottom of the screen. A little bit closer this time, but still. Now, this is easily fixable in the NFL because let's say that you're, you're seeing this as a coach. You see the fluidity. You see him be able to jump balls. You see him be able to alternate punches. You see the top end speed. You see the acceleration. You see the strength. You see a lot. Could you fix no man's land? A thousand percent. Thousand percent. Does that mean it's always going to be fixed? No. Um, bottom. Again, here you're seeing the you're now you're seeing patience. So now you're seeing again more of foot fire instead of him actually getting backwards. Which if you're again, if you're gonna play off, if you're gonna play no man's like this, you have to play it like this. It's risky, but you have to play it like that. So square. Square, eyes, low. Eyes low, eyes low, eyes low. Again, hips, do not lie. Even, even though he's throwing that separate there, his hips are completely squared up still. He's not going that way. So he stays square, feels that break, strike timing, boom, land it, alternate. Boom, two. That is beautiful. Bang, bang. Run with him. Choke it off, play it. Again, now, now he's eye contact with him, but, but choking that route off and, and squeezing it to the sideline. If he breaks back, you're going to feel it too. Ideally, you want hands-on, but that's still really good coverage. You can see, you can see his fluidity. His movement skills are, are top-notch for his size. Like That's really, really good. Really good. Obviously, whatever else happens, I don't, you know. Ooh, that guy just got a penalty. Let me see that again. Had to got a penalty right there, right? I don't, I don't think I noticed it the first time. Little people like, and sometimes if like I was watching Ohio State, like I'll, I'll watch a little bit of Rucker, pay attention a little bit to Olave, Georgia, watching Trayvon Walker, watching Nicobe Dean. Did I see a little bit of Lewis Kine, uh, sign Kine, whatever, and a little bit, what is it, Quay Walker and Kendrick? Yeah, a little bit. But if, when I'm watching a guy, I am watching the guy. So people are like, oh, well, what do you think about this guy? Sometimes I'm like, I don't know who, who's fucking, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> like, and on this one, I did not notice this. I see this. I'm just like, oh, okay, whatever. That guy got a blind side penalty. Oh yeah, there it is. Okay, yeah, that's 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 that should be illegal. That shit I don't like. 
Yeah. That that exact thing almost happened to me. Literally almost the exact thing in high school. Um, we ran like a wing back thing, whatever. And we had like a, what is it, like an A and B back. And I, I was the A or B. I don't know what it was. I forget exactly, you know, 10 years ago now. But they we ran like some type of like jet sweep end around to, to one of my blockers. And then I, I peeled off and was running like up the alley with him. So I was running up towards the right sideline. He was running behind me. So I was just looking for anybody up the sideline to block. And I did not see a guy coming from the middle. So I'm running up the sideline almost like this. And this guy, almost like this, was opposite from, from uh, inside out instead of outside in. And he was like this little white fullback who was like two, had to be like 210, which is big in high school, and like stocky, like 5'5". Five, five. And he got under me and depleted me like that. But I think I did a backflip. I'm pretty sure I did a backflip. Not backflip where like he actually made me do backflip in air, but, but I was back enough that my shoulders hit the ground and I flipped over my head. I could not breathe for minutes. <laughs> minutes completely blindsided me just like this literally just like that oh that brings back some memories my, my chest hurts right now that is that is bad that's exactly what happened Ugh. but i was blocking instead of <laughs> instead of trying to catch up with the guy uh, i just did not see him it's hard to trust shit happens a lot quicker than people think it does people who didn't play football like, oh you do that yeah until you're there and that shit's all happening in a couple seconds Ooh. All right. Yeah, that was my worst. That was, that was the hardest hit in high school. Uh, I remember this guy who was like two, had to be 250s running back. Massive, like absolutely massive. And I remember he stiff-armed me one time in the ribs. And I'm, I, I'm pretty sure he bruised my rib. And I, I, I remember he stiff-armed me. I, I literally could not breathe. I was like, because <gasps> he was, I was light in high, like real light in high school. I was like, I was playing football from senior year at corner and, and running back like 140, 150. I was really light. Um, guy, hundred more pounds, and you stiff arms you, hits you, gets you right in the ribs. Uh, bottom of the screen, <clears throat> right here. Play ball. Okay, now we're seeing like he's playing that no man's land. Now, now that the off coverage, when you're playing, you know, uh, trip sets like this bunches, it's 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 harder to play press because if there's if if there's switch stems, cr uh, crossers, you know, whatever picks, rubs. Um, divides it's no not divides, but scissors. Um, it, it gets a little bit tough, but so now I'm okay with that. But what do I love from this patience? He's a little bit high, but the patience you got inching back square, inching back, inching back square. Okay. Sees that break coming, match it, get over top of it. Again, you don't want to play too aggressively to it. You want to want to play that upfield shoulder where he's going. Upfield shoulder, pull yourself through that inside arm, or sorry, pull yourself through that outside arm. Play the ball. I don't, I don't know if that's what he does here. But that's 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 what you want to do. Yeah, pull himself through. Play the ball. The ball is out outside too far. If the ball was inside, he's getting a, he's getting a pass deflection. The length right there, the athletic ability, um, that off coverage is great. That's look again. Just watch his break and his speed like that. Oh. Man, uh, tackle. I think we have 24 plays of him as 24. I'm pretty sure I remember that. Seeing that big, oh, 24 plays of 24, and then we go to his, and then we go to his last, uh, his last year, uh, right here. Now he's playing again. He played a little. He lined up a little bit at safety, which good versatility to have. Now we're seeing just the, the tackling ability in terms of, okay, 
he sees the run, the running back um, getting inside of the kickout block from the the pulling guard, pulling tackle, whatever it is. Closes ground, square, square, good angle. Now he crosses. He tries to cross the helmet, but the uh, the running back kind of cuts outside at the last second. He tries to cross his helmet, wrap up, bring him down. Good, good job closing ground. Square. This is how, this is how you break down. That's how you do it. You see guys doing it too far, leaving their feet, which. You know, he leaves his feet a little bit. Do you, want, do you want to see his feet come with him a little bit and, and drive him? Sure, but he, he drives off of that knee kind of right there, explodes through it. But in terms of closing that ground, the way he does, the angle he does, how square he does is, is good. That's good. Ash and Davis take notes. Um, Sting, no man. No man, uh, bottom. Yeah, it's that three and a half yards off right there. You're just, you're really limiting yourself. Now, even in this, again, even if you, even if you were playing it perfectly, you're just putting yourself at such an advantage. So inching back, inching back, inching back, but the receiver who's not in a good break, he, he literally just walks up on him, walks up on him into like a diamond one or, or squirt three. And he even slips. That is not the best break. Obviously a lot of dead time there, but because thing is so far off and the, the receiver does a good job of, of selling that squirt he he opens up to it opens up to it and he's because he's off now he's opening up at a, at a higher angle so it's not going to allow him to, to open squeeze get hands on because he has to play over the top so he cuts back inside on a on a bad break because he slips and he's beat on a slant you know you didn't get beat though okay well is <laughs> come on yeah this is i i will argue process versus results until until the day i die because people are all results based and it's I, I, the Twitter stuff, all oh, this guy, and every person, and this is why I don't follow a lot of people. I'm not, I, I don't like to like, whenever I only follow, there's, I, there's 50, there's 50 people I follow. That I don't want to follow to be completely honest on Twitter. Um, a lot of them are like high school friends and stuff, but <clears throat> um, all the stuff about, Oh, this guy's my favorite stats. Oh, this guy's my favorite ESPN stats. And info. Oh, this guy's my favorite PFF. Oh, he posted this number. It's like, everything is numbers and it dictates who likes who it's it, I rarely see film now. Rarely. It's all about numbers. Look at that. Oh, this guy had the highest catch percentage. the most broken down. <laughs> no, he's a shit of me. It's all I see now. Okay. Well, what, what, how does, how does he, how, how does he get open on, on those, on those, on those win rates? Is he getting schemed open or is he breaking press? You know, like it, that's a massive question. Propose this number. Now we're looking at them at, uh, sorry, it, it, it annoys me. It annoys me. And then people listen to these people who have blue check marks and it's, oh, well, this number, that number. Oh, well, well, this guy, the blue check mark likes this guy because of numbers he posted. Okay. Again, perfect example. Sam Darnold drops back. Sean Peak wide open over the middle, hits him on a slant. Ball gets popped up in the air because Sean Peak can't catch. It's an interception. Bad number, right? It's a bad number, but the process is he sold him open, hit him in the chest, but it's a pick. How do you quantify it? I don't know. I know, I know for the people who type in Sam Darnold rookie year or whatever, it's going to come up as a, as a, as a pick. Bottom of the screen. Now he's number seven. Again, pretty good coverage. You know, don't love the off cover. Don't, don't love the, um, him being so off, but we're seeing even more bend in the stance now. So that was an emphasis of him. Uh, I don't know exactly when, but he is super, super low. Hands a little bit low for me, you know, dropping all the way down, almost to the feet, almost to the, almost to the turf. But um, again, a little bit of a little bit, tiny, tiny kicks up at very, very patient. 
receiver, stretch release, stretch, tries to get inside, and he does not fall for it at all. Why? You can tell where his eyes are. Does not fall for it at all. Okay. No distraction to the inside. Hand on, alternate. One, two. Again, do not lean on the hand when you're opening. Get it? Just pop them and replace it. Do not leave hands out that are dry. Doesn't do it. Matches it. Maintains that contact right there. Gets over the top of the route. He tries to break. Again, he's trying to break through that arm that is obviously connected. Completely mugs him. He, he falls. Can you do better than that? No, not really. <laughs> not really. The only thing you fix is no, him playing a no man's. Sting fake punch. Yeah, I saw. I, I didn't see that his 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 first. You saw him almost like think about it. Maybe it was a fake punch that one play, but I saw him at least once or twice, like um, consciously like throw a fake punch, but not really be behind it. Just because, okay, that you know, just like offensive line, defensive line, defensive line, offensive lineman. It's we're, we're talking about a hands game here. Say so just that little bit. Like I like I like little stuff like that. Again, do I love the stance is great. Hands a little bit low, um, but the stance is great. A little bit of a kick step, still over his toes. He's closing ground. What does he do? Oh, little hand. Nope. Not really throwing it. Receiver. Now the receiver opens to the inside. Don't want to see him get a shuffle in here. Maybe, you know, because if, because if he were going to stem outside, open up, run vertical, break inside, um, he's a little bit too far off for me. So I want to see a shuffle get in there. But he gets hands on. He tries to break to the outside or, or break outside on a comeback or a stop, whatever it is. But he he mugs it. The thing is, like with him in his, in, the, in this year, I didn't see him get as many shuffles in. I saw him really. I, I saw him be really patient, and then open up instead of his rookie year, where be patient, shuffle, open up. There were sometimes obviously he just opened up as well. Um, but this year, I noticed him just opening up a, a lot, which he, he, he allows him to get beat short. Like if he was to run a slant right here, let's say like a or like a like a, just an over. If he broke inside, he's he's opened up. But still, now in this incident, he's able to get over the top and, and match him and whatever. Sting versus screen. This is and uh, like I didn't see. To me, I saw maybe the lack of fire on some plays in coverage, like not trying to get hands on versus him not getting in on tackles. Like I, I still thought he was fine getting on tackles and, and all that stuff. But again, I watched two out of three games. The one game wasn't available to me. I probably would have watched that too. Um, but I watched I watched two of them. So over screen, he's uh, the top most right here. You know, so receiver, smoke route just sits there. These two guys are stock blocking. Inside and outside, or I don't know why he doesn't block right there. That's 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 odd. Nonetheless, um, Sting was to the outside. Now, what does he have to do? Blocker, he has to force back inside. He has to contain the edge. Has to play that sideline. So he takes the fight to the receiver. Doesn't let the receiver dictate it. Explode into him, hands on. But shuffle, maintain outside leverage, or or, or shuffle to get outside. Right. So hello job being aggressive, boom. And then shuffle into the outside. Shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And the one thing I, I wish I recorded, the thing you can't see right here is he disconnects right there. You see his hand come up. He disconnects and he almost pillars. So he pops them, shuffles, inside pillar, outside outside arm free. So outside arm free, shuffle, get on tackle. Runs right into him. Hell of a job. 
a hell of a job. Staying patient, too patient. Okay. Um, right here. I almost saw like 20. Oh, that's it. No, him. Didn't, I didn't screw up that one episode, Traylon Burks. I just, I have PTSD about it. How many times I screwed up his number, his, his two sleeves to one sleeve to no sleeves. That's why I have him so low on my big board. Top. Yeah. You know, so, so patient right here. Like, at, 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 you know, he's, he's more inch, like he's backpedaling, but a super, super, um, like aggressive backpedal, almost like more inching than backpedaling. Cause right here, he's giving that room to the inside. He has help over the top. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt there. NFL receiver guy, not over the top watching being too patient, but talk about the patience and being square right there opening up again. He, he knows it was over the top. We'll, we'll be, we'll be, we'll be, uh, friendly sting versus vert. Okay. Oh, oh I forgot rocking the, uh, little shout out to the jets talk 24 seven, my buddy, Ryan. Um, I think we just exchanged shirts. Nice shirt. Yeah. So top right here. Yeah. Really, really low like that. Again, to me, like he's he's heads up to in he's heads up to inside, and I want to see some shuffles in. Like he just he inches back, but once the receiver actually gets on his toes, like you see, it's over his over his toes, and then once he gets on him, he starts to he starts to to stand up and lean back. Now we just playing now we just playing any only really vertical kind of, but because he is inching back and not really backpedaling. If the receiver can can just show him like seventy five, set you know seventy, and then and then throw it a hundred, um, he's gonna be able to run past him because he kind of not like he almost like like lulled the sleep right here, but receiver stacks him. If that ball is there, he's beat. He just like I don't know I don't know why he's not shuffling and trying to get over the top of this. But again, no man's cover, no man's land. Even even more dramatic than some of the plays we saw in his, in his freshman year. And now he's not getting shuffles in, being a little bit too patient with his feet. He's beat. Is it like a lack of interest? Like he just doesn't want to get hands on. He just knows it's not going to go his way. Like, I don't, I don't know. Sting, just stay over the top. Okay. Question mark. So we're seeing him not get his hands much on him or as much on. Super low. Again, a little bit no man's land. Can you see how he's not like, he's not shuffling like he was. So now he's just inching back, inching back, inching back, opens up. But again, if this was if this was a release where it turned into a hop into a into a, a squirt, so it was hop one, two, three. Is he beat inside right there? On a let's say it could be a drag, it could be a slant, you know, whatever. Is he beat? To me, yes. It's like, okay, so just play over the top. Like he's just playing vertical routes. Gets over the top, squeezes them, you know, gets hands on. Okay, cool, but I don't like him not getting shuffles and be able to play anything underneath if he was, to, again, to, to use a squirt release. So good for a vertical route, not good for an underneath route. I saw this more again in this year. Um, Right here, I think inside slot. This is one's hard. This one's a little bit harder. 
Yeah. Yeah. So again, you're playing off coverage and <clears throat> he's already opening up his hips at the snap. He's opening up his hips and, and shuffling to stay somewhat over the top, but he's just giving him the insider here. Like he just, he just gives it up five to seven yards. Again, play really conservatively, weave, shuffle, whatever, but stay over the top of them. Once he breaks break and try to, and try to crowd the route. You know, why, why is he just shuffling to give him the insider right here? So you see what I'm saying? Like his film, like there's some plays that are good, but he's not great. Like he was his rookie right now. Is that, is it an effort thing? Cause he didn't, I should not care because he was doing this better in his freshman year. If, if he were to, to be square right here and shuffle and at this break point match it, like he could, if this break, this break, it's, it's, I don't know why he's, I don't know why he's um, like foot firing right there. Cause there's, there's no, there's no really point to. And are his eyes inside? I think so. So you're, you're giving him the inside, and I think his eyes are inside. I can't guarantee it, but it looks like they are. Just give, he just gives him the route. Gives him the route, catch. And then the thing, the thing about this is, at this, at this point, get, get, like, get square him up. You know, he he, he kind of just overruns it and maybe assumes he's going to run out, out, out of bounds right here. Because at this point, he should make the tackle. There's no way he should not make the tackle when the guy is tight roping like this. So now he overruns it, misses the tackle. And it looks like at this point, he just tries to, he just tries to get the ball out. You see, he just, just tried to rip the ball out. Secure the tackle, dude. This play is, this, this is a really, this is, this is the worst play of the film. It has to be. This is a really frustrating play. Make the tackle. You just got beat. Your guy broke his tackle. Wrap him up. Give your defense a chance to defend him in the red zone. But no, I'm just trying to rip the ball out. Fuck it. Touchdown? No, like that's not that's not encouraging play. Ten plays left, force fumble. Now we go to whoever the hell this game is. What team is this? Central Michigan. Okay. Um, force fumble, top of the screen. Again, so now we're you know, like, is he is he involved in the run game? Is he involved in the screen game? Yes. You know, they're the, the uh, Central Michigan is just okay. We're gonna throw a swing, crack. You're gonna beat Stingley one on one. Stingley sees his guys go inside in the crack, and you see his eyes immediately go into the backfield. Immediately, boom, backfield. What do you see? Quarterback opening up this way, swing, knows it's coming, explode to it, explode to it, and you're seeing him like go down and come up through the tackle. Like he's really rolling himself up and through that tackle, pop the ball out, helmet on the ball, or yeah, on the ball right there, kind of clips the ball, raises them up. They scoop, and I think they score, right? Or no? Yeah, okay, I thought they did. Um, but that trigger right there and the willingness—is he not involved here? You know, I, I I would argue yes. I think it I think it comes from more of him just opening up and playing vertical routes than him in the run game. And obviously that one play where he just gave up because he got beat. Like I I think he just tried to rip the ball out. That's frustrating, but. Um, Stingley read eyes or read step read eyes. Okay. So again, now he's playing actual off coverage. Okay. You know, you're playing eight yards off. Fine with it. Take those read steps. Uh, 
Um, hold on a second. They're playing like a they're playing like a three buzz, three buzz, and he is again he takes his read steps. This guy this guy dives inside. Looks like he's reading the quarterback for initially. So he goes one to the quarterback. And then what does his eyes immediately do? Once this guy's crossing, he's in his deep third. He's looking for anybody else who's crossing the field. So he gets vertical. This is obviously his most near threat, the, the most the most threat to his zone. Gets vertical. And if, the, and if he were to continue right here, he'd play that route. You know, good. Okay. Zone coverage, fine. Um... Sting, patient, fluid, squeeze right here. Again, you're seeing that good stance. Again, you know, it's it's more of a vertical route guarding. Feet a tiny bit narrow, actually. So he's inching back. But again, if this is a squirt release, left foot, right foot, left foot break, is he beat on a slant or short in? Yes. So... I like the I like the patience and I like the fluidity of him getting on top of that. But one with this, let's get a shuffle in. Like let's not let, let's not just backpedal. Cause right here, if he were even even to just inch back like two steps and then shuffle and get over the top of the route, it's completely choked off. Like I like the patience right here. Um, but get a shuffle in because you're beat on a squirt release. Again, if if it were to be a squirt release, which we've already seen. So good for vertical, not good for underneath. So I think he's got lazy in terms of, okay, if I get beat for a couple of yards, who cares? That's how I take it. Um, sting press movement. Okay, right here. Okay, so now we're seeing him inch back, play a little bit more aggressively. Well, not really, actually. He's not, he's not really shuffling. So inching back, receiver, just foot fires. A lot of not a lot of nothing, to be honest. He's just running his arms. That's that's he's not a good receiver. Yeah, at least he's not a good receiver in terms of his routes. I, I have no idea who he is. 84. Um, but it's not really threatening. Stingley inches back, gets inside, upfield shoulder, hands on, is ready to play the ball. But again, I would like to see a shuffling it get in and he split he, and he jump splits a little bit right there. If that was a better break. If the ball's there now, he's probably beat, you know, maybe, or maybe if it's a, you know, back shoulder right on him, whatever. Um, but the movement's good. Moving on. What, five plays left? Just give me a second. All right. Wrapping it up, or almost. Did we just do 35? Yeah, we did. Okay. 36 out of 41. Uh, right here. Press. Could eat it up a little bit more, but not so, so far off. Again, movement skills. The receiver just gather step, speed releases inside. It's it's Stingley, again, eyes are low. Sees that little gather step, commit to the inside. So does Stingley. Again, doesn't reach with that left hand because it's far off right now from the reach left and then alternate right. So now he just connects right. Rods out that hand. Looks like he gets his left in there, maybe. Just stays on top of that route. Stays on that shoulder. Hand on. Matches. Easy. Uh, that's an easy route for him. But, again, you can see the movement skills right there. 
and get a hand on is good. I, I like not reaching with the left as well. Fine. All right. Stingley press. Bottom of the screen. So it's every, every rep's not going to be ideal, you know, um, here, you know, a little bit narrow and inching back again. I want to see him shuffle instead of inch back. Like you're, you're inside leverage and off or no man's land. And he's going to kind of like foot fire you and then stab outside, get a shuffle and don't open Pre, freshman year. I think he gets a shuffle in right here. So he starts to go to open to run deep, but his movement skills allow him to stick that foot in the dirt. Two hand shoot the inside, but when he shoots the inside again, two shooting, it's, it's, it's not ideal. Again, there's such a situation where it's less ideal or more ideal. Still not the biggest fan of it. I would like to see left right here, but shoots two misses a little bit. And the court, the, the receiver uses a push by again, everything's not always going to be ideal. So obviously he can't flip back inside to get to this route. So now he speed turns and when you speed turn. You don't want to do it too shallow. You want to do it high, play high to low speed, turn high, find them. See the break coming, drop with them, play the route, get back on it. You know, like, like it wasn't a perfect rep, but for him to get back on that, you can see the movement skills of him just in general. Whack. Like how quick he gets his eyes around it right there. I always find like refs like that, like even though it wasn't good, if I, if I find myself making a lot of sound effects when I'm watching a guy, he has a lot of plays I like. You're right there. I was like, whack. Like I just, there's certain things I like, like movement skills. Uh, one of those players who's come up is Dean. Dean, I had a lot of, I had a lot of uh, sound effects for when I was watching, when I was watching him. Um, sting, two-hand shoot. Okay, I'm assuming this is going to be bad. Oh, no. Okay. See, if you're going to shoot with two hands, you be aggressive with it. Wait for need up a little bit of ground. He gets up that ground. Two hand shoot it. Cool. I'm okay with it. Don't 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 hold it hold it out there. So he sh shoots hands off. Play that upfield shoulder. Get hands on. But you see the movement. You see the aggressiveness right there. Whack. You know you see that. That's what you need to see. Two, when you're shooting two hands, go for it. Don't don't you can't passively be aggressive. Kind of. You know what I'm saying? Like three plays left. Pi. Read the trends and weaknesses. It's always interesting when you watch players at, at either multiple years or or multiple positions. Like when I was watching um, Kenyon Green, not gonna lie, first game watch him, I was like, nope, I don't know, I, I transition guard, eh? But then he actually transitioned to guard in the in the, in the, the final two games I watched. I only watched three. Um, much more happy with him. Top of the screen, again, feet a little bit narrow. I like the bend, but not loving the stance or the, the, stand, like the stance in terms of him being narrow and him being off again. So now he's stemming to the outside, hop step, get a shuffle in, dude. Spread your feet a little bit, get a shuffle in, but there's a lot of just backpedaling, inching back, opening up, which right here, he, this guy stems him so far outside where, where if he were to break inside, Stingley probably drops his weight, you know, drops his hips gets the um gets that slingshot back inside but it's still a risky game to be playing uh hands on looks back to the ball but the, th the thing is here he's not he's not squeezed enough to be looking back to the or to no no so it's not, he's not looking back to that brain fart reset so he gets he gets hands on but he's looking back to the ball with the receiver over top of him 
Like if you're going to look back to the ball and you have the receiver, you got to be really in his hip or over the top to look back because you're looking back through the receiver, through the ball, to the, like to the sideline. But when he's in front of you and you're holding, like you hold on, you're kind of looking blind. Um, if he, if he's a keep, continue to run vertical and you're guessing, um, you're, you're going to get beat. So now he's continuing to run vertical and he has to hold him. So he needs to get, he needs to, he needs to get over top of that route more to look back like he does. Like at that point, when he's over the top of you, just play the receiver's eyes or can continue to work to get over the top because he looks back, he looks back to the ball and he gears down a little bit. See where he gears down when he's doing it. You got to maintain that speed. So get hands on and play through the receiver until you stack him, Or at least get hip to hip. He's, he's a little bit too far in front of him. Um, Stingley, uh, I, I said third, so deep third uh, right here, but they're going to run another buzz or whatever. Um, again, so now, so now he's playing the deep third and he's matching anything vertically and to his zone. This guy breaks to the flat. He's the most, he's the most, um, vertical threat to him. And at this point, like, Oh, well, if he ran a wheel, yeah, but at that point it's a flats responsibility. They're, they're, they're way too far into the play. So he has to match him now. Um, with that being said, most vertical threat, and he doesn't want to just continue to run and let him beat him inside. So he say, he keeps the third a little bit more tight to the receiver, tight to the receiver, doesn't overcommit to deep. So I, I like the patience in the third right there. Sees sees the break on that um on that it's like a it's like a speed out stop. Um sits on the break. And um the receiver, the re again, he you you'd like to see him just get you know, maybe, maybe flip and stay square, but if he's going to speed out, you know, he, he has to match that speed. So he gets to stay outside. He's wrong, whatever he stops. The ball has to be, you know, either inside or pretty much perfect to beat Stingley. But still, I, I like, I like him squeezing down as a deep throw right there. That's, that's the main crux of it. Uh, last play feet top again, a little bit narrow, a little bit higher this time, but a little bit narrow. So it's probably farther than it's, it's obviously farther into the game. So, you know, again, I, I, I like, I like that he's patient. I like the balance in the back pedal, but I don't love him just giving, just giving him a stem. Cause again, if this is a good receiver and he is, and if he is to get inside of you really burst hard up the field, you're going to have to turn around with him, And then he, and then he sticks his foot and, and runs a, a dig or whatever. It's, it's just a risky game to play. So I like, I like the balance. Like I like how quick his feet are. See how quick his feet are, how quick he is to match, how fluid he is, the mirroring. So like whatever, yeah, fine. But good and bad on that last one. Um, the strengths and weaknesses. Let me find them. Uh, launch pad notes. Derek Stingley Jr. It's getting freaking cold in here. Um, which I, I try to I try to open the window because it. It echoes a little bit more when it is, but you guys can deal with it for the last two, two seconds if it's a little bit of an echo or not as cleanly sounding. Um, strength, speed, fluidity, uh, great for size, a monster freshman season. I put monster freshman. Monster freshman season, um, acceleration, smooth hips, awareness, instincts, ability to mirror and press, flashes of brilliance and press, yes. Uh, balanced back pedal, still could, could clean up. You see some of those like chunky reps or those clunky reps, not, not chunky. Um, explosive, aggressive in running game when he wants it. Can play in zone or man, comfortable with many coverage techniques, ability to stay square and press, a patient and press at times uh, when he wants it. Um, great ball skills, length, lateral quickness, top-notch athlete, strike timing, leverage and off coverage, um, eyes low and press, pre-snap stance for the most part. Can get shuffles and impress when engaged. 
um, has some, has some, I put think behind pads, but it's thump, thump behind pads, uh, replaces hands and press, you know, alternating punches type of deal, uh, rarely, rarely reaches for contact. Um, he did it one or two, once or twice, but overall it's good. It's, it's good with that, uh, fights to maintain contact. If near stem plays ball through hands, um, strong hands will chop down on hands, forcing completion. If beat added fake punches, a game in 2021 games, I watched, I put, which there's only another one other game. I didn't, which I couldn't. Um, triggering run game was willing and run game in 2021 changes up press technique. Good tackler. Okay. Weaknesses. Um, didn't follow up freshman season with productivity, productivity and, and consistency. Freshman year had six picks and obviously had pass deflections and played just well overall uh, effort. Again, sometimes it's, it doesn't always look like it, but I'm, I'm not sure why he's getting shuffles in his freshman year. This year he wasn't um, 10, 10 games played in the last two years, three this past season can get bored. Question mark can be over aggressive with press. Um, yeah, sometimes he's shooting two hands. Uh, so yeah, sometimes he's just trying to like jump routes before he's necessarily over the top of it. Um, but that's not a huge one for me. Didn't get shuffles in and press in 2021 as compared to 2019. Yeah. Opened hips early and played in no man's in 2021, uh, more often, um, jump splits shoots two hands two with not two, two, oh, oh, two hands too often, two hands too. I, I did two both times wrong there. I did, I did two, oh, oh, hands to two O or T T O hands both times. I fucked up too. Um, can be risky with eyes looking back to QB. Uh, can he handle double moves and pros? Yeah. There are times where he's jumping, he's jumping moves. Um, typically we'll go off shoulder, but there are times where he's just jumping um, where I think guys could beat him on, on double moves. It's again, you want to get picks. Sometimes you got to be aggressive. Now, do I want it like digs where he's getting a bunch of picks and getting beat a bunch for touchdowns? No. There, there's a fine, there's a fine line there. Uh, let's work wider. Uh, let's wider receiver work into his blind spots and bail. Yeah, can lose wide receiver while breaking on route because of eyes. Yeah, again, there's times where he's breaking on a route, looking back at the quarterback where he's not to the to the receiver yet. Can be too patient and pedal uh, flat footed. Um, yes, can can hop get clunky and pedal. Uh, still works well from it in parentheses. Yes. 2021 wasn't getting hands on as much with press, getting shuffles in and opening early. Mm-hmm. Uh, can be a little bit jumpy in press. Yeah, that's the list of strengths and weaknesses. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you got a good feel for Stingley. Again, option at 10. Uh, to me, I have – I like him. Like, his freshman year is better than both the other guys I have. But I have, I have Sauce 1 pretty comfortably. Um, I have McDuffie 2. Um, I thought his play was better this past year, and obviously he doesn't have the injuries. If you're telling me, obviously, Stingley is going to play like he did in 2019 – if he, if, if, if let's, let's say he played like 2019, like in 2021, but he had the injury problems. Okay. I'll probably take him, but his play dipped for me too. So sting, uh, I have McDuffie as two. I have Stingley as three. So he's an option at 10, your third option at corner. You know, at that point, there's going to be an edge rusher there, you know, Kenyon green, depending, you know, uh, I would, you know, talking about the big board, like I'll take Lloyd over Stingley. Um, so an option in a trade down. Yes. At 10, the injuries scare the hell out of me. Plus the, the, the dip in play. So, um, I will talk to you guys soon. Appreciate you guys for watching. Thank you.